Welcome to Stepping Off Now, a podcast about how to live your creative best life. If you're feeling creatively stuck, burned out, or like you're not fulfilling your true creative potential, this podcast is for you. I'm Kendra, a social scientist and writer. I spent decades feeling creatively unfulfilled while I pursued conventional life goals, culminating in severe burnout that took years to recover from. This podcast chronicles my journey in real time as I find my way home to my essential creative self and seek to live my own creative best life. I discuss topics like harnessing the intuitive creative process, using creativity to manage mental health, and sorting through all the external pressures and expectations to figure out what you really want. My hope is that you'll find inspiration and solace here. You are not alone and you are stronger and wiser than you know. You can find out more by visiting my website, KendraPatterson.com. Now, on to the show. Hello, everyone. As you probably noticed by the title of this episode, it's the last summer update I'm going to do, and then I'm going to get back into the regular style of programming I usually have on this podcast. If you've been following along over the last few months, you will know what I've been up to this summer and why I have been taking a bit of a break from regular podcasting. And you can go listen to all of those episodes and get the whole story from the beginning. Uh, But to sum it up briefly, I was really struggling mental health-wise in May and June. And at the same time, and possibly related to that, I was approaching draft 10 of my novel, which is one of the more final drafts of this particular novel, and just developed the worst writer's block I've had in a really long time, like years, certainly since the beginning of starting this novel. And this novel was actually a project I started to get over (laughs) writer's block that I experienced after finishing my PhD. So I decided to pull back on most of my other creative responsibilities to make space for me to travel through that period. Things have been going really well. And as of today, I am rounding the bend on the three quarter mark chapters of my novel. Uh, Most people follow a four act structure when they write novels. This is the standard structure. I I don't want to say most people because I can't speak for other writers, but you generally divide the novel into three, three, three quarters, <laughs> four quarters, uh, the first quarter, and then the middle two, which is the middle portion of the novel, and then the last quarter. So I'm rounding the bend on the end of the middle portion, which is usually the most challenging section to write. I call it the murky middle, being stuck in the doldrums. There's a lot of important plot development that has to go on. And I really have encountered a lot of challenges in this third quarter of the novel, so the second half of the middle part. I've been doing a lot of new writing. It's been taking me longer than I would have hoped, but I'm still on track to hit my deadline of finishing this draft this month in September. And like I said, I am viewing this as a final draft. It doesn't mean it's going to be the final, final one, but it will bring the novel to a mostly completed version. Unfortunately, and maybe you hear some of this in the background, just yesterday, some long-awaited and lengthy 
construction on my old house, which is coming on 80 years old, started. And so while I'm trying to finish this novel, I am also going to be dealing with a lot of construction noises and all of the attendant stress that goes with having some major work done on your abode. So hopefully uh, I will be able to work through that. We shall see. I've got good earplugs. If you're looking for good earplugs, I recommend the brand called Spark Plugs. They work really well for me and they're also really pretty. I like to keep a pair in every room. (laughs) So this is probably going to be a short episode. I don't have a specific topic I want to address because I want to save all of my interesting discussions for my upcoming fall programming. This fall, I am going to be going through one by one the issues, challenges, lessons learned over this summer of dealing with writer's block and completing a finished-ish draft of my novel. I'm probably going to be doing one episode every two weeks through the fall, rather than going back to a weekly episode schedule. That's just what feels good and right to me. I don't know if I'll get back to a weekly schedule or not, but through the end of the year, it's going to be every two weeks. And I have enough topics to to do that through the end of the year. So I thought today I would talk about some of them and just give you a little bit of a preview of the stuff that I'm going to be talking about and the stuff that I have been experiencing over the last three to four months. So the first one is that period of writer's block, severe writer's block that I experienced at the beginning of the summer. In retrospect, I've come to see that as resistance that occurred as I approached finishing this project. So that's going to be probably the first topic that I address in my upcoming programming is why that happened, why that's generally something that people experience because I was speaking to a writer friend of mine and she said that the same thing always happens to her. That's what made me realize, oh, this wasn't maybe just a me thing. It was partly a me thing, but also it's not an uncommon experience. So why do we feel often our biggest resistance when we're so close to the end that we can taste it, when we get to a point where we can actually visualize that end point? So it's no longer just kind of flailing around in the dark, which is what the creative experience can often feel like all the way through. Why is it when we finally gain that clarity we've been looking for all along, suddenly, bam, we crash, or we have to really start forcing ourselves to sit down to do our work? I still feel that resistance pretty much every day, and I've been having lots of flashes of what I would call pure panic (laughs) during this draft that I've never really experienced before. I vacillate between thinking, oh, okay, this is working, this is working, to, oh my gosh, this is an utter failure. This project I've worked so hard on is an absolute utter failure. So that probably gives you a little bit of a clue of where my thoughts are going on this particular topic and why that resistance pops up at the end of a project. Uh, But it's it's fear-based, absolutely fear-based. And if there's anything I've learned from it, it's that there really is never a point (laughs) where you start to feel like you've got things under control. That's just not what creativity feels like, nor should it feel that way. Because if you've got it under control, you're not really tapping into your full potential as a creative into your your deepest creative well, 
because creativity is an uncontrollable force. And that's the point. So that's topic number one. The second topic, this is going to be a fun one, (laughs) is about deadlines. You all know that I am personally against goal setting for the most part. And I hate, hate, hate deadlines. I am not the type who is motivated by time crunch. I need a lot of open space, both in terms of my life and in terms of the time I give myself to do things in order to function creatively to my fullest creative potential. Or at least that's how I feel. But as you all probably also know, I'm pretty slow. I'm a slow worker. I think that this is fine. There's no need to rush things. And rushing can be detrimental to the creative process. But I'm at the point where I really want to get this done. I don't want to take six months to do it. And I felt suddenly that the time had come to really sort of push myself by making a deadline, sort of along the lines of a deadline experiment, if you want to call it that. That's probably going to be the title of that episode as well. Did it work? How did I psychologically handle the deadline? Was it motivating or did it have the opposite effect? You will have to wait to find out when I do that episode. But I will say this, and this is probably an obvious conclusion, the results were complex and a little bit expected and a little bit unexpected. So I'm going to have a lot of interesting things to say about my thoughts around deadlines, when they're useful, and how to handle them when you do make them. Again, this is for people who, like me, are not motivated by deadlines and find them stressful to the extent that they kind of crush the creative flow. A third topic I want to talk about, this one is a little bit more complex, is transitions. Finishing this novel is part of a larger period of transition that I've been going through, and It has been coming on for a really long time, probably for the last year. And it has been uncomfortable and scary because, of course, transitions mean change. They mean giving up things that we feel we need to cling to for whatever reason. They can take a lot longer than they necessarily need to because of said clinging. And they can be scary because... Through every transition, there are the things we want to keep, and then there are the things we need to let go of. How do you differentiate between these things that you need to keep and need to let go of? How do you do that? What does that process look like? How do you know when it's time for a transition? How do you facilitate that transition? This episode will also include a discussion of boredom, Because for me, boredom is often a sign that a change is needed. And that can be quite scary because when you start to feel bored of your creative projects, and I think I did discuss this uh, earlier in the summer a little bit, it was part of the resistance I was feeling, I think. It can be hard to figure out if that boredom means it's time to move on completely or if you just need to change routines or if there's something deeper going on with your actual project that you need to take a look at. That could be an interesting subject to separate out. And I may do that, or I may not. We'll see. But that's a little taste of the transitions episode. Was that the third one? Yes. Okay, so fourth one, continuing to work after finishing. So this novel has been through 10 drafts. 
And I could have stopped at draft six. At that point, it was finished in the sense that I had a completed draft that was readable as a novel. Why didn't I stop then? Why did I keep going? Why did I keep working? Why do I keep suffering through yet another draft? You can probably guess it's that I personally just felt like it could be better, that it wasn't finished. But how do you know that when you're working on a project that you could conceivably continue to perfect forever? And I'm sure some of you have been thinking along those lines when you hear me talk about, okay, and another draft. And, you know, to be perfectly honest, after draft 10, there's going to be at least another draft of polishing left. You may be thinking, is she ever going to finish this thing? Is she just a involved in some kind of hamster wheel on this project because she's fearful of finishing or because she's a perfectionist and she'll never be able to finish because it will never be good enough. And I have been thinking those same things myself. (laughs) Uh, So I'll have some thoughts on that. Yes, I will be finishing. I'm actually not really a perfectionist, but I have started to wonder if I do have a vein of perfectionism that is very specific to certain areas of my life. And is that the case with this project? So that's going to be an exploratory episode for me, where I really take a look at my process and discuss my process, my editing and revising process. With each draft I complete, I do believe my novel gets significantly better. And I look back at the previous draft and kind of feel a little bit unnerved by how quote unquote bad, it looks to me in retrospect. That's something that makes me nervous because every time I finish a draft, I'm like, oh man, does this one suck too? And I just can't see it yet. All of that stuff is going to go into that episode. A fifth subject, and don't worry, there are only six here. I'm just going to go through two more, is self-trust and taking risks. Suffice it to say that this draft has challenged me in ways that I haven't been challenged thus far on my creative journey. And I've completed another novel. So this isn't the first one I've finished, but it's the first one that I've taken this far. And I was chatting with one of my listeners about a novel she's writing, and she wrote that the amount of self-trust it takes to do a project like this is staggering. And that's exactly the word I would use to describe it. It's staggering. It is so much more than I ever could have imagined. It really does feel that I'm on some kind of quest and just being challenged left and right. And just when I I feel like I, I might have gotten to the top of the mountain or I've been ch- challenged enough, like surely this time <laughs> I've, I've gotten to a place where I can relax. Nope. Yet more challenges up ahead. And to keep going through that and to go ever deeper into your project to be making ever more risky creative choices as you get closer and closer to at least that's what you hope is happening to, you know, the truth, what you're trying to say, that is just an astonishingly scary process to go through. And yes, it does take self trust to an extent that like, I just can't believe it. (laughs) I'm like, really, this is what creatives go through? Like, I had no idea. And all along, I've been working hard and and practicing self-trust. So it's certainly been an adventure. But I have increasingly whole new levels of respect for other creatives and artists out there doing their work and putting it out into the world. So the sixth topic, I want to 
briefly discuss today is working through upheaval. And this is one that is related to all of this work I'm getting done on my house. And I just thought I'd throw it in there because I don't actually know how that's going to go. I don't know if it's going to just completely get in the way of me finishing this draft or if I'm going to be able to continue to work, but I'm going to be paying attention, taking notes in my head, which is how I take notes. (laughs) I don't actually really ever write anything down. I'm kind of a fly by the seat of my pants type when it comes to that stuff. And hopefully I'm going to have some insights for y'all on the subject of, of working through transitions, upheavals, all of the stuff that I've been experiencing with regards to this project this summer. I'm also planning a couple interview episodes this fall. I have one lined up already and waiting to hear back on the second. And that will probably take me through the end of the year, possibly into the beginning of next. I really look forward to producing this content for y'all. And thank you for standing by me this summer as I've made this hopefully nearing the final part of the journey of this novel, The Gentle History. I'll have some updates for you on where things stand when I finish it in another few weeks. Uh, most likely, though, the, the very next step, step will be letting it rest while I consider <laughs> the, the, the next steps. Thanks to those of you who have emailed me with support, with commiseration, with news of your own creative projects. Always love hearing from you. I hope all your creative projects are going well and that you're enjoying the transitional season. We are now in what we like to call faux fall down here in the south, where it's not so much fall as a slight relief from the scorching heat. I should be back in a couple weeks with the start of my fall programming. So I will see you then. Bye.